Now that so many yoga classes have moved online, it can be very hard to choose which to take. Geography is no longer what decides where you practice or with whom. The yoga world is your oyster, and that can be overwhelming. Here are five questions to ask yourself when deciding on your yoga classes this fall. I'm Jess Goulding, and welcome to Ready, Get Centered, Go. The first question is pretty basic. It's just, why do I get on my mat? Think back to what got you into yoga in the first place. Did a friend recommend it? Was it doctor's orders? Was it a dare? Were you curious about this new thing? Or did you finally try it because everyone is doing it? Were you seeking a respite from a busy or stressful life? Or were you trying to heal back pain? For me, it was part of my dance training at UT Austin. I did it because I had to. Uh, I wasn't a fan at first, but it did grow on me. And eventually, as you know, it took over. So having been a dancer, I was interested in proper form and alignment. And being a natural seeker, I wanted a higher purpose behind the poses. This is why Anasari Yoga was a great fit for me when I found it in New York City back in 1999. It had strong alignment principles and heart-based themes to elevate the whole class experience. These components are still very present in my teaching today, even though I left the Anasari lineage in 2012, and I still seek out teachers who bring the extra juice to their classes. So for you, has your reason for doing yoga changed? Why do you do yoga now? I recently sent out a survey to all my students asking this question. I listed 15 things one might hope to get from yoga classes, and they could choose all that apply. 92 people responded with a whopping 90% wanting strength and flexibility. From there, 82% of people wanted peace of mind, 75% relaxation, 71% spiritual connection, 69% stress reduction, and 60% have fun. Self-study, knowledge of yoga teachings, breathing practices, and meditation all came in at around 50% as well. So this is a beautiful broad list of benefits people know they get from their yoga classes. So these are the things drawing them to the mat. I'm curious about you. So you can ask yourself, why do I step on my mat? The second question is, when is the right time of day for me? I'm hoping that with more people than ever working from home, that there is more flexibility now than ever before as well. Some of us are morning people getting in our yoga before the busyness of the day. Some of us like to wind down at the end of the day or have to wait because of work schedule. And some want that midday healthy break to move and breathe. Maybe you like all of it. This takes me to my next question to ask yourself when choosing your fall classes, and that is, how important is it to me to practice live? We have choices now. So from whatever time of day you like to do it, to now asking yourself, does it need to be live? It used to be you only practiced live with your teacher at a studio. Now you can practice with your teacher, either live or on demand in most cases. One thing that did surprise me, though, was how many students have said to me since yoga moved online that they still want to show up at a certain time when they know others are on their mats as well. 
even if they were joining Facebook Live, just knowing I was live and others were practicing as well helped them. And you know what? I totally get that. Don't get me wrong. I love the flexibility of on-demand classes, but I do get a, a bigger oomph when I know I'm not practicing alone. Maybe it's mental, maybe it's energetic. Either way, it feels good. But then to have that extra chance that when I feel like stepping onto my mat, I have classes to choose from, I got to say, I like that also. So once you have an idea of why you do yoga and when you like to do it, next is time to ask yourself, what kind of teacher do I resonate with? There are so many yoga teachers out there. I know there is one or a few that are just right for you. Teachers are unique in their message, their training, the space they create, and where they put emphasis. Some are brilliant with smaller groups, and some shine with larger gatherings. Some teachers fill the room with music, and some let the breath be the soundtrack. In my opinion, there are no right or wrong answers here. It's simply your preference. You might not even know why you resonate with a certain teacher, but you just do, and that's completely valid. There are many sayings within the yoga teacher world around the student and teacher relationship. Many of us notice that we draw the kinds of students that will help teach us what we need to do for our own growth and maturity. You help us learn. I know as a student, I usually like teachers who use direct alignment cues and hold a strong space for transformation. As I mature, I've also enjoyed teachers who let me get curious and play within a pose, what is right for me? So sit with this question for a bit. Then visit teachers online who seem to encapsulate what you are looking for and would trust to be your guide on the yoga path. I'll admit, I hope it's me, but if not, that's totally okay. I have a pretty awesome Rolodex of teachers I can recommend. So just email me and I will set you up. Finally, the last question can take some experimentation. It goes hand in hand with the teacher question. So ask yourself now, what kind of yoga is right for me? So look back at why you do yoga. Keep in mind different days, years, and even life phases are going to crave different kinds of yoga. If you look at the life and teachings of the great yoga teacher, Mr. Krishnamacharya, you will see a lifetime of yoga change as he did and as his students changed. In his younger years, he taught strong vinyasa sequences to Patabi Joyce, who later created Ashtanga Yoga. He urged BKS Iyengar from boyhood to do yoga to help strengthen his weaker constitution. In his later years, he taught his own son, Mr. TKV Desikachar, the calm breath and movement of Vini Yoga. So consider if you feel balanced after a strong flow class, or if holding postures helps build focus, or if a mild practice that helps you relax and restore also helps you stay sane. Perhaps you love a good theme, or maybe you prefer just the facts, ma'am. Maybe you want a little this and a touch of that. There's really no wrong answer here. For me, my youth, young motherhood, and now middle age have all different flavors and preferences. That extra thousand hours of yoga therapy training certainly changed me. 
Thankfully, now I'm at a place in my life that I get to teach exactly what kind of yoga I want at what time of day and on what day of the week. So these and other questions are what spurred me to make some positive changes in my teaching schedule. I'm so thrilled that my fall class lineup has me teaching five days a week again. To me, each day has a different energy, and I love the opportunity to teach to that energy. So let this be your personal and formal invitation to my virtual open house happening next week, September 14 through 18. I'm pulling back the curtain so you can try it before you buy it. The fun thing is you get the choice to show up live or watch the open house classes on your time all the way through Sunday. Even if you don't end up signing up for my classes, it will hopefully help you discern what's the best yoga medicine for you right now. So briefly, here's the lineup. I like to start the week with calming therapeutic yoga for the nervous system. So Monday morning's class called Calm Your Nerves, Lift Your Spirits allows for almost any physical modification you might want or need as we tune into our breath at a deep level and let the yoga do the healing. Tuesdays are energetic for me, so my hatha practice is strong and inspiring after a Monday of chillin' contemplation. Wednesdays I regroup and love to learn something, and I have energy all day, so strong foundations will be my evening class where I get to teach the yamas and the niyamas, the ethical disciplines of yoga, along with healthy alignment cues, and taking the chance to break down poses into their parts so we can understand them better. Thursdays feel kind of lighthearted for me in general, and my hatha class those days are smooth and responsive to whatever's going on in my students, myself, or the world. And Friday, well, I want it all. Finish the week strong with vinyasa, then wind it all down to restorative rest. I'll be giving us a full 90 minutes, but since it's Zoom or recorded, you can duck out whenever and not interrupt anyone. So let's take a moment and get centered. I'll ask you these questions, and I invite you to see what comes to mind. Try not to judge or impose too much will or thought. It's entirely possible you're craving more rest than you realize. And you just need permission. So let that be. Or maybe it's the opposite. Hold whatever comes loosely and with curiosity. So if you're in a place that you can take a pause, I invite you to do this now. Sit comfortably if possible, or at least reduce your movement as much as possible. Begin to turn your mind to the feeling of your breath at the end of your nose. Feel the breath there, and as you notice the breath, the mind will begin to settle. Draw your attention farther inwards into your chest, the center of your body, and feel a generous and slow expansion on your inhale all the way from chest to belly, and a slow and natural exhale. Let the inhale and the exhale balance out to a deeper and equal length of in and out. Now add a little bit of movement 
So as you inhale, slowly float your arms forward up to be comfortable and wide. And then as you exhale, slowly lower your arms back down to your sides. Let the arms and the breath work together, equally drawing in as the arms lift and releasing the breath naturally as your arms come back down. Let this occupy all of your attention. you're just finishing, go ahead and give yourself one more round, just one more nice round of lifting and lowering. And let your arms and body from there settle into stillness. Behind closed lids, gaze at the third eye. So gaze at your brow point while your eyes are closed. You can't close them. Go inwards to kind of an inner movie screen, a place you can visualize. And now allow to come to mind your very first yoga class. Remember why you started yoga. Picture yourself there the teacher, the room, the students around you, if you remember. Let your mind move through time to the present moment. Seeing yourself on your mat doing yoga and ask yourself, why do I get on my mat now? Let any words or reason come to mind without judgment. Why do I get on my mat now? Ask yourself, what is the right time of day for my yoga? If there's more than one, maybe you can rank the times of day. When do you like to do your yoga? And let's pretend there's nothing in your way, no work, no responsibilities. What's your favorite time to do yoga? As you do that yoga, how important is it to you to be live with a teacher? Feel how that is. Or practicing alone to video recorded. Just feel into each of those. Maybe they each have different benefits to you, but how important is it to practice live? Let come to mind the qualities of a yoga teacher that would resonate with you most deeply. 
when you picture this person? What are their qualities? What are the kinds of things they teach and the way they teach that resonates with you? What is the kind of teacher you want walking alongside of you on your yoga path? Maybe you're remembering your first teacher or a current teacher. Let a specific teacher come to mind. And then let that question to dissolve into the last question of what kind of yoga is right for you? What kind of yoga? Feel through your breath and your body how it feels to be doing the yoga that you love. And what does it look like? Once that feels complete, and there is no need to rush, come back to the moving and breathing. So as you inhale, arms lift, and as you exhale, they slowly lower. Drawing yourself back out into your body. Inhaling, arms lift, exhaling, they lower. And then stack your hands on your heart center, one over the other. Take a moment of gratitude for your own wisdom that answered these questions for you. A gratitude for the teachings of yoga. And of course, to the teachers in your life. palms together. Namaste. I hope this was helpful in thinking about how you want to do yoga this fall. You get a chance to finish the year strong just the way you intend. Included in the show notes, I will have all the links you need to attend the virtual open house that I'm offering next week. And I really hope you join us. And then from there, maybe there's a class that will speak to you that you want to join. We've got a wonderful, vibrant community of yogis, both recorded and live. Always feel free to reach out to me, Jess, at jessgoulding.com with any questions that you may have about yoga or how you see the world through a yogic lens. And so until I see you again, this is Jess keeping us centered. Mm -hmm.